afternoon, Patriots, and it is Friday, October 14th in the year 2022. And we are still on Earth, at least we think so. The aliens haven't quite arrived yet, though they may already be here, occupying all of our politicians and a variety of other people. I'm just not sure what's real anymore. The lizard heads are on the move. And I think Ukraine is their nest, is what I think. But anyway, it's a Friday, so that's a good deal. So nothing to worry about there. Patriots, make sure that in the midst of all this craziness that you are keeping your skills up, keeping ready for what might be coming, which we don't know, but you want to have a home defense plan. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Yep, itargetpro.com, and your promo code is BARDS. No surprise there. I do think we're going to have to get a BARDS, like black card or something, really something really cool for all these people that want to have BARDS promo codes. It's pretty awesome. So anyway, Patriots, we are in a crazy time, and that's something I think I say every day, but just to reassure you that things are not getting better. (laughs) Apparently, we're back into a COVID emergency for the next 90 days. COVID is not over. Can you believe it? That's something. I'm so excited. I'm, that's that's going to enlighten and empower every governor around the country to start yakking about masks and injections again. So get ready for the new wave of stupid because it's coming. It's already upon us, as a matter of fact. But you know this is going to get this way because we're only a, a little bit out from the elections. And the next 22 days or whatever we have is not going to be sane. It's going to be anything but sane. In the meantime, Tulsi Gabbard is running around talking to CNN and talking to them about January 6th without details and trying to say that it's just, I don't know. Everybody's all focused on Tulsi. The real things to be focused on is what's going on seriously in Ukraine. Ukraine is, is quite a hub. And whatever these creatures are that we're leading our nation that keep funding Ukraine, which I think you saw in the Florida hurricane bill, they slipped in like another $2 billion for Ukraine, kind of slipped that out the back door. And it's money that's just pouring in over there that ultimately they launder through different sources and then 10% gets kicked back, back to the folks in, in Congress and, and this uh, hand puppet we have as a president. Now, there is a, interest, a couple interesting posts I want to read to you, and this is on, off a of telegram. One of them is from the Steve Bannon War Room. And this one I find curious, um, and it's worth reading and probably worth paying attention to. And, and it's, um, it has to do with AI art. 
And what it says is don't look at any AI generated images or videos. Always look away and scroll past it. They are designed to destroy our creativity and shut down sections of our brains. I would not doubt any of that. In fact, if you haven't heard, they just did the, or they just launched, in fact, the first AI podcast, and this is like mega creepy. The podcast was with Steve Jobs and Joe Rogan, but here's the trick, and take a listen to this. Neither one of them were present. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs has been brought back to life by artificial intelligence in an eerie fake interview 11 years after his death. It's part of a new podcast series by podcast.ai to demonstrate how its AI tech can be used. The voice of the iPhone innovator can be heard for almost 20 minutes being interviewed by podcaster Joe Rogan, whose voice was also digitally replicated. It's been a long time since I've been on the show. I've missed this. It's always fun. How's it going? Come on, tell me about jobs. <laughs> it's now entirely plausible that they could use all of the video and the audio that they have of Candace Owens speaking in her various podcasts every single day, five days a week, and they can make me pretend that I said something that I never said just by combining words together very quickly and making it sound, hey, we have this exclusive audio of Candace ranting, you know, and saying a bunch of homophobic, racist, uh, and, and, and horrible language. That is entirely plausible. They don't have to create that with me, though. Because I've already made many anti-gay and anti-transgender statements, just so we're clear. So they don't have to create that. I'm already there. So that's what a blessing. They don't have to lie. Now, this new tech is pretty crazy. And um, it's just, to me, this is just a warning shot. What they have, you know, there's something that's very interesting you should pay attention to. And it's, you notice how quickly we went from, no cell phone to like iPhone, early iPhone one and two. And then how basically the technology is plateaued. Every new iPhone is just basically the same thing. It's just got a higher amount of memory and a better camera. That's basically all they're selling you. But they're enhancing the ability to track you with it. That's why, that's why I just bought a new iPhone. So that I could ensure that my investment made sure that NSA could now track me through satellite movement, which is great. I'm really proud of that. But anyway, the um, the whole thing is is they're holding back a lot of tech, and they're doing it intentionally because they're using it in devious ways. One of those ways, which we'll get to after the prayer, is magnets, which is crazy, but magnetism and using of magnets. But what they're shaping now is the ability to create this entirely artificial world. But in one bit of shocking news, the people of Meta discovered as they've been working in this metaverse that they've got, get this, and this is, this should shock you all. How many people are migrating to meta to use it? They had 30 subscribers, <laughs> 30. It's like that went over well. Yep. So the whole point here is that their tech and their technology is not being used for the benefit of humanity. It's being for the benefit of enslaving and distorting and deceiving humanity. And that's their effort just like what Candace is saying there, and it's absolutely true. If they've resurrected Steve Jobs, and again, this is the same principle of live forever in meta. They're trying to reinforce that concept. 
All dark art stuff, all demonic stuff, everything that they do. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Get up your shields, put on your helmet of salvation. Let's get busy. We've got a sword of spirit to raise and some evil to crush. Let's go. Father, come to you today as we do every day of the week, and we are so blessed to be here in a place that you've allowed us to assemble, this fellowship you've built and brought, drawn us together, and it's such a glorious place to be. Thank you, Father. It's just such incredible connections we've built across time, literally time and geographical distance, and it's beautiful because we have had a reach now that reaches across the globe. We're reaching into 120 countries, and this is just a blessing as we know that we're able to come together in various forms and connect. And then we are seeing so many people continue to break out and have actual physical connections. Wonderful, wonderful. So thank you, Father. In this time, Father, we're really seeing the true level of deception and deviousness and evil that we are facing. In this latest news, where now they're creating, trying to resurrect the dead, not as Christ did, but rather into the digital form to try to convince people, persuade people to move into the metaverse, which by definition meta means death, but into the metaverse where they will encapsulate them and capture them and hold them. This is the dark world in which they're trying to build where people become willful slaves. And we know that we're living in very treacherous times. Truly, it's the freeing of humanity or the destruction of humanity. And so we're going to begin a, our focus of prayer today with just the awakening of humanity and the love of Jesus. So, Father, we pray for the many to truly continue to open their eyes, to have their scales of their eyes fall so they can truly see, and as they see, to turn to you. And as they turn and seek and they may not know, let us be there in this incredible connection of remnant we have across the world. Let us be there to be the compassionate, humble hands and guides to lead them to Jesus. Father, in these times, we have to have a very open heart. Evil is evil, but there are so many victims of evil's hand that we're going to have to see a lot of healing being done at many levels. And so we're also praying today for the power of healing. And whether that's healing in a spiritual form or healing that manifests in a physical form, we're praying that we can be those vessels that Christ and all that he brings and all the beauty that you bring into this world, Father, can work through us, whether it's by prayer, whether it's by hands-on, that we can be those vehicles of healing to bring about deep healing, healing within the soul, healing within the physical realm, healing even for those that have taken the shot. So, Father, we also pray for the many who have been deceived. Those that have walked in arrogance we and ignored the truth, willfully arguing, condemning others, stating that they wished others would die. We hope that they can see themselves in the mirror and repent. For the many out here, whether it's youth or elderly, that were deceived, that trusted in these institutions, that ended up having to now realize what's happened and what they've taken. Those heavy hearts, let them be re-energized, let them be fulfilled, let those painful moments and painful realizations be healed. That they can now understand that through Jesus, anything can be healed. That 
We pray for them to seek repentance and to begin that process of deep healing within their body. And for the family members that are with them, the family members that walk with them, that have not taken the vax, that walk with Christ, may they be called to prayer, to pray for them, to put hands on, and again, to call for the healing that only Christ can bring. So, Father, in these times right now when there's so much division and there's so much pain, we're, we're witnessing death, and we know that this is not nearly the end yet. We do pray for the strength of us to walk in this world as disciples with the courage and the humility to call in for that power of prayer and healing and for the courage as well to simply pray for others. Too often we just don't pray. We're hesitant. We, We hold back. Let us have that courage to do just that. Father, our hearts are heavy many days because this world has gone crazy. It's, it's the lunatic asylum being run by the lunatics. And so much of this we've been part of as we've gone through our lives and we've accepted these ways in which they do things, turned our back on our responsibilities and have not been engaged in a world which you put to us to steward. So forgive us for those stumbles and those falls. And as we awaken to that, Father, we now seek that place to stand boldly, to stand fully armored, ready to engage this enemy as it is, the principalities that are beyond our realm and beyond our reach. Let us hear your wisdom as you want us to walk. We pray that you'll give us that direction and guidance of where you want us to intercede. And whatever you call us to do, Father, let us obey. So we pray for the many to just listen, hear, and obey your word to move forward. To continue that deep faith and that building those deep relationships with Christ to where we are now being able to connect in such a way that we are truly an extension of you in this world in a powerful way. Or we each step that we take, we reclaim dominion of the kingdom. Each breath that we take, we're reclaiming dominion in the kingdom. And everywhere we walk, we become that lamp on the hill that others see, experience, and are drawn to. Not drawn to us, but drawn to the light of Christ to bring them in and bring them home. So, Father, this prayer today is ultimately about healing, healing a nation, healing a people, healing the rifts, healing the divides, putting an end to the blood rifts. And as a people coming back together as one, as one united people under your throne, one people under God. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's going to take a lot of effort on our part to step beyond the damage that this force of maniacal crazies has put upon us. It's been generations, it's been years that they have instituted and instigated blood rifts that they knew very well would be nearly impossible to get over. That's almost like the Tholian web. We we keep stumbling on these things. We as the people, we as God's children, have to make that decision of what we're going to do and realize that it is up to us to make the choice to forgive and to move forward into peace. And as we do that, this craziness out here, loses its power. 
Take a listen to this on technologies with magnets. This is about a this is a young man about uh, 19, 20 years old. Um what? Uh we are also at the point for example where I can change your moral sense by putting a magnet on your head. So that I can put a magnet next to your brain in a certain place and you will change your moral judgment without knowing that you have changed your moral judgment. We've already done this. Now the question is, what happens if I begin putting that in say soldier's helmet and I can throw a switch and change their morality in the middle of a battle, change the way they think about things. Is that ethical? Is it not ethical? Who's responsible if I change that? Interesting questions. No, not interesting questions, you moron. It is not even a question that that's completely unethical and disgusting and, um, hmm, demonic. Oh, it's almost like uh, pharma is fucking demonic or whoever is, like, doing this kind of research. Like, what? why would you ever need to know this? Why are you trying to put magnets on people's heads and mess with fields of energy? There's certain, like, things that, like like chemical things or like things that can be or technologies that don't ever need to be those doors and don't ever need to be open there's no reason to besides unless you're fucking evil and demonic it speaks for itself makes you think though he's talking about electromagnetic fields not just magnets magnetic fields we have to stop we have to stop. We have to actively manifest and stop this kind of technology that is not only useless, but demonic. Okay, sure, it's useful if you're a fucking demon. If you're a demon, and I think the kid nails it dead on. You know, I, I'm, I'm encouraged because this is a young man, and yeah, a little bit of language there, but I try to bleep out as much as I could. But my, he, he is a young man that's seeing it. And that's worth praying for and, and celebrating because he's being taught this. He was in the actual video. He's taking a course online and he's seeing it. And those are eyes to see. And we need to encourage that as much as possible as we go forward. So I want to play another piece here. It's a little, it's off different topic. It's about investment and property. There's some wisdom here, but I, I think it'll kind of wrap things together as we, as I close out. 16 years, your daughter will not be able to buy a house. It will not be affordable for her to buy a house unless you help her. I would argue that it is a better business decision. It is a better financial decision for you to buy a house for her. It's an investment property. It's a rental property. All of the money that comes from that goes into an account. And that is her college, number one. And number two, that house is being paid for by somebody else. So then when she is 22 years old, graduated from college, you can say, here's sweetheart, here's the home that you will never ever have been able to afford if I had not bought it for you 16 years ago. On this account, we love us some Glenda Baker, and this might be the best advice that is on the internet right now. If you're in a financial position where you have kids and you're looking to save for their college fund, and you're trying to look at what can I do to help my kid out in life, to help set them up for their future, what Glenda says here is the advice that you should be doing. You should be buying an investment property, renting it out, allowing someone else to pay for that asset while your kid grows up, then when they graduate college, they have a house because the way the market's going in 2040, the average home price is probably going to be around 900000 to a $1 million. Your kid's likely not going to be able to afford a home. What Glenda says here is entirely true. There's nothing for me to add. 
just listen to the legend of Glenda Baker because she's 1,000% right here. So I want to leave you today with some considerations on this piece, which ties all back to kind of the way we're walking. That is a very solid piece of financial advice within the beast system, within the beast system. It's the fallen system. And essentially what he's saying is use someone else's money so that you can gain your property ownership and wealth so that you can pass it on to your child so that they can have a gain in wealth at the benefit from the benefit of somebody else or at the exploitation, I should say, of somebody else. It's wisdom within the capitalist system. It's very wise. But I want you to think about some of that and a couple of things in our current reality that aren't talked about. Number one, in the B system, property ownership will be removed because their whole intent is that you will own nothing, you will rent everything, and you will be happy. So this concept that they're talking about here is an, it runs counter to the actual narrative of the World Economic Forum, the WEF's objective and how they will, that's hence the work that's being done by Blackstone, BlackRock, and Vanguard to sweep up properties and ultimate state ownership of properties or a, a hybrid, a public-private par partnership owner of properties. That idea is missing the entire threat that's coming at us. Taxation is another way which they'll destroy it, ownership. From God's walk on a system, this is where I run in conflict. Because when I set out to build wealth for myself, depending on someone else to pay for it for me, meaning as a renter, this gets into me some questions that we have to start asking. I don't have the answers, but I think we need to dig deep in prayer and start asking for how, how that works. Because the entire system under which we live relies on the fact that we exploit one another. The example is stocks. You invest in a stock, and it's magic money that comes back to you if the company performs well. But what, you're, what people aren't connecting is you're investing in a stock that that money is being given to a company. And in order for that company to pay back the stock dividend to its shareholders, someone's wage or bonus has to be reduced. So we're making money on the backs of others' labor for nothing. Those that didn't work in stocks, and I don't. I morally refuse to do it. So, again, we are in a difficult time. We are in a place where getting your money put into hard assets is a very important thing, getting it out of the, the paper realm of assets, getting into silver, gold, tangible property. Those are important issues. The question I think we really need to be asking here is what's the moral place where we are and how do we grow as a community together rather than looking at each other as an opportunity to exploit money out of for the benefit of ourselves. No easy answer here, but definitely something to reflect on because we're trying to build into God's world and God's kingdom. We're not trying to remake this old world, which is broken in the beast system. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the in the end, God will always win, but we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward.
One last thing, Patriots, before I close, and that is that there is this meetup going on at Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's the, the 23rd of this month, and it's going to be on a Sunday. And it's specifically, it's at a existing farm festival, but inside there, there is a Bard's Nation space that our ladies have rented. And those, and they're doing a great job of organizing this. There's going to be food. There's going to be other things. There is an entry fee that um, for those coming in. And if, and just so you know, that's the it's the events entry fee. I think it's thirty dollars an adult and ten dollars for kids, but it covers everything: food and the event festivities. And it's a really good way to go over and see some really good stuff, have some great food, and meet up with some incredible people because it's all Bards Nation's people, and we're all really good people. So head on over there. And there's this is all in Telegram and there, and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to kind of improve the contact links for everybody's. And if you're, uh, and rumor has it, because there's some of the ladies there are, 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 one of them is Punky Puster, and she is the queen master of, Nephilim cookies. She might be making some, so who knows? The Nephilim may return. So anyway, Patriots, there you go. So keep that up. Until We'll see you tonight for Bards FM. I think you're going to enjoy the show tonight. We're going to kind of talk about slave beast system anyway. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, Meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 